There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to the Kitchen Garden Magazine podcast, your fortnightly fix of gardening features, advice and chat. Subscribe and follow us now to never miss an episode. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of On The Grapevine with me, your host, Daniel Hayes, and my special guest today, Adam Frost. He's a well-known presenter on BBC Gardeners World where he often shows you around his beautiful garden. He's an award-winning garden designer with seven RHS gold medals, a horticulturalist, a speaker, an author, and hands down his knowledge and enthusiasm through his Adam Frost Design School courses. Also, since 2014, he's been an RHS ambassador with a special interest in encouraging the next generation of gardeners and growers. And he lightens up a lot of people's lives with his social media posts with the wonderful tagline, Today's Joy. Anyway, let's get down to business. Um, yeah. How have you been then, these last couple um, of years? Last same as everybody, really, I suppose. Um, a bit up and down and, you know... Yeah, same as everybody, sort of, life's been not without its challenges, you know, no. my missus has not been very well through the sort of pandemic and yeah. um, and, and the kids have been obviously up and down, so same as everybody, just dealing with day-to-day stuff and trying to make everything feel as normal as possible. Yeah. Really. I think also it helps to concentrate on the now as well, you can't. Well, they say you can't change the past and you can't necessarily control the future hugely. You've no, got to I, try and live where you're at. I think it's made me realise that the last two years has made me realise I was maybe working a little bit too hard mm. and and learning to sort of maybe back off a little bit and spend a bit more time with my you know wife yeah. and kids and do the normal stuff that, I don't know, I think sometimes... Obviously, the things that I get to do are amazing. So I think I'd built up this thing about just not saying, fearful of saying no, mm. you know. And, and problem is, is that then you end up being, you know, it's a tail wagging the dog, isn't it? Instead of, mm. so I think that last two years has made me go, oh, well, hold on a minute, hold on. Mm. You know, I've spent some time with the kids. It's been awesome. Time with Mrs. Frost, it's been awesome. She's been poorly. That's another little reminder of, yeah, so we've we like a lot of people probably just having a little bit of a, a rethink as to as to where we go next, really. And yeah. you know. 
I think you have to. Anyone who worked, I mean, I've worked for myself for 30 years and yeah. and you've always got that thing. You feel you always get, well, you never know, not you never know when the next bit of money is coming, but there is that slight thing that. Yeah, you, I think you, especially initially, even probably a little bit now, we're driven slightly by fear. I don't know, you mm. know, it's it's all going to go, which, you know, has been pointed out to me. It, it, maybe I could sort of ease up on myself a little bit now because I don't think mm. it's necessarily going to disappear overnight. But No, no. Uh, but, yeah, there's still that. But I'm definitely going into the new year with this sort of idea that I'm going to adjust life to suit, to, to suit sort yeah. of us as a family a little bit more, mm. so... Yeah, but say a lot. A lot of, I think there's a lot of people, a lot of mates that I've spoke to, and you know, lead those same sort of lives and whatever. Busy, busy, busy. Have mm. have said, you know, I know people in London that have just sold up, moved to the countryside. Mm. Said, what was I doing it all for? And um, yeah, I think if it's, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe if there's something to come out of this madness, is that little bit of breathing space for people and. Mm. You know, connected a lot more people connected with their gardens, didn't they? Connected with the landscape. Oh, God, yeah, I was going to say massive. I mean, I mean, I live in Hampshire, so quite a nice area as such. But this yeah. is in this is the thing. People have just gone. I'm a landscaper. I'm a gardener as well. But um, yeah, people yeah. have got. They've been spending money on their gardens because they've suddenly realised actually, doesn't matter how big or small it is, it's your little place. And suddenly to be denied it, mainly last year, is suddenly they've realised. Oh, yeah, it's quite. It's an, it is another room of your house, but yeah, sometimes definitely. it wasn't as used as. Yeah, because I can. I think that in that very first lockdown, I I had to host the two gardeners well programs, and mm. and it was like everything was changing by the hour at the time, and and first of all, I was really fearful of of being. You know, this bloke was sat in a big garden, so I'm all right, Jack. Yeah, um, I think I, I I got them to we reshot this the ending about three or four times because I was really worried that I didn't want anybody to think that. And then then when it went out and it went down really well, and then it seemed that from that moment, well, it seemed from our emails and, and the messages mm. that we, anybody that watched that program that was new into garden latched onto us, and you know we mm. ended up making these little videos and bits and pieces and you definitely got this sense that there was a whole new reconnect and, and we communicated with, you know, a fair few of those people all the way through that process. And it, it was a lovely reminder, I suppose to you and to me, you know, that do it day in, day out. And I think we know, we know that it's important. We know what people can get out of it, but actually to have it sent back to you to mm. remind you that, this is what I can get out of it. Um, was incredible, really. Um, I, I totally agree with you. Is as you say, people just sometimes it's because it's there. It's like anything because it's always there. You don't necessarily appreciate it, yeah. and when it's taken away from you, suddenly you're like, oh. And I think that's what it did. It people realise those little things in life. Just going out in a garden, just sitting down for five minutes and doing nothing, just, just to soaking it in. Yeah, being in the moment. And it's interesting as well. I think even on a on a level of, you know, NHS and that, I've done I've done two gardens like charity stuff for the NHS mm. during the last sort of six, eight months. And we've just done one at um that's gonna be done at Lewisham um with the RHS and and fascinating talking to the people that have been literally on the front line 
Um, mm. But also now how the NHS has even seemed to, it's becoming more normal now to talk about mm. that connection with your garden, with your outside space. And, you know, talking to everybody from, you know, from the blooming the surgeon to the, the most important people in the hospital, mm. the cleaners, um, yep. you know, <laughs> um, and it's reality, isn't it? Um, yep. it, it they, they all were getting something out of these spaces during those difficult times. And it was fascinating just sitting down with them and, and listening to them talk about what they got out of it and, and how it helped. Even if, like you said, even if it was five minutes, a cup yep. of tea and some fresh air. Yeah. No, yeah, can solve a lot of things. Yeah. We are, I was looking at a, um, next to a school I'm doing some work on where they, lovely, but it's a new school, as in a few years old, but they've got no soul in them. They're a bit like a modern hospital. They're a bit like, oh, yeah. there's just lots of lovely things. And yeah. our next door is a, is a kind of community centre, and it's a place of, it's for, mainly for adults with learning difficulties. But I know it's like this lovely little sensory garden and allotment. So I said, oh, do you mind if I come and do an article for you, if you're the magazine? Yeah. And um and it's amazing it's what they're saying. It's just suddenly it's just these little things. They they can grow a little, what yeah. some might go, oh, just kind of funny looking carrot. Is it a carrot? I'm not quite sure. But the the, the, the excitement and joy they get out of growing that yeah. carrot, it doesn't really matter what it looks. Funny enough, they all taste the same anyway. Yeah, exactly. But um, this is it. But they just said it's just the joy that people get out of it. Yeah. Just that little thing. And it's that they only might pop down there for an hour, a, a week or something like that. But they said they really missed it when they couldn't do it. Yeah. It really caused a big upheaval in their lives because that's one thing they were almost based their week on their little hour at the um, community allotment for instance yeah and it's interesting isn't it I, I you know if hopefully if one thing stays it's that i know a lot of us have been dragged back into the you know the day-to-day whatever it is the madness but if one thing stays hopefully it will be that relationships with outside and with gardens mm. and you know it'd be interesting to see i think they reckon what we got three million Three million new gardeners, or something like that. I read, and um, yeah, I suppose yeah, probably. Yeah. I wonder how many of those. You know, it'll be interesting. The industry, you more or less know by the end of the season because the industry will more or less feedback. You know how well they've done, but yeah, um, you know. But yeah, it's yeah, it's nice, and it? it's nice to be involved in something that all of a sudden, yeah. you know, Chelsea was funny. It, Chelsea was funny this year because it was in the September. But mm. I think the most. Funny thing was, it was when a lot of like the, you know, they they bring the celebrities, don't they, to put a twist on oh, yeah. the other. And and like a lot of them turned up and they knew who you were. And you mm. go, oh, this is what a bit oh. strange. Because they've been yeah. watching you gardening, yeah. you know, and it's like, and some of them you just wouldn't have thought would have been necessarily been gardeners. But, um, and obviously that's nation over, isn't it, really? But, oh, it is, yeah, I was going to say, you as I say, a lot of the um, some people I interview, they're not necessarily gardeners, but like I happen to say, like Carol Vorderman has a lovely garden there yeah. in Wales. He'd been on gardeners with Will Young. You wouldn't necessarily thought Will Young no. would be mad no. in his garden, but and he, he loves is. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's surprising. Um, I think I saw Joe Lysett on Gardeners World the other day. You wouldn't necessarily thought. I mean, yeah. he only got a little patch, but he got Carol to do it, it over. Yeah, and he got he got into it, didn't he? And yeah, yeah. it's good though. What's good about that is that actually in a weird way, it's that that it's that 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 gives garden because gardening can still be looked upon as time, you know, or you take it up and you retire or you this or that or whatever. And and actually in reality, when you know people from different worlds are getting involved in it and they're talking about it, 
then it gets to different ears, doesn't it? And someone yeah. just, well, it doesn't matter if someone says, oh, I might give that a go. And yeah. That's what, you know. well, this is it. Well, a classic one's um, Gold of Phil Spencer, as in Kirsty and Phil off the house-moving programmes. Yeah, yeah. I noticed last year he built himself a lovely-looking raised bag allotment. So obviously yeah. I, I contacted him. He said, yeah, yeah, send me some questions along. But you wouldn't necessarily think. But then that leads into the questions, like he said, in house-moving. Now suddenly you've got a parcel of land with it. Right, it's, it's, it's whereas it never used to necessarily add value to a house per se, but even a small two up, two down with a bit of garden now is is now seen as quite desirable. Yeah, now you're right, mate. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So hopefully there is something positive come out of all this. Wait and see. Yeah, wait and yeah. see. All right, next one. How did you start off in? I know a little bit about your past. Only what you've let people know, so I shan't delve too much into it. But how did you kind of start on your horticultural journey, shall we say? Um, I literally, now to be fair, it was, it was Nan's, you know, my my past was, and it's complicated is what I normally yeah. say, i.e., you know, life was difficult at home. So I spent a lot of time with my grandparents and I had sort of tidy Nan and what I call scruffy Nan and tidy Nan and granddad. <laughs> They had sort yeah. of social. They lived in co-op social housing, but had the allotment. Add what you'd have called the base, what we'd have looked upon as the obvious seventies garden. You know, the washing line down the middle, yeah. the long, little rockery at the end, the greenhouse, front <laughs> gardens, lines of bedding. But they had the allotment, so I had that experience of following granddad along and dropping the sort of leaks in the holes, and I had my first little patch of garden in there with me marrows and this, that, and the other, and. And so that was one experience. So that early scent memories of tomatoes mm. and even fresh cut lawn comes from there. Yeah. And then the other two, so, you know, Scruffy Nan and my grandpa, they had quite high-flying jobs. So when they worked, Granddad was a, um, a gun engineer at the Royal Enfield and Nan worked in, in Whitehall, like, you know. And, and But they had this sort of overgrown... Uh, outside their back door but they had two i realized they probably had a few quick because they had two quite modern aluminium greenhouses right at the end of the garden um mm. but she hoarded everything one then so come the weekend it was like a bohemian existence um there was like hundreds of cats about me granddad had the best shed there was rubbish all over the place she had belfast sinks that were full of worlds of water worlds and then she used to grow coleus and cactus yeah. and so I learned to propagate. They reckon I was about seven years old. I learned to propagate cactus. And then yeah. I used to do polius and then set it up outside her house and sell to all the old boys and all the old girls. That, right. so that was my very first and probably made me realise further down the road is why I view a garden. It took me a long time to work out what it was that I got out of gardening. And I suppose I'd eventually, a bit of what we've been talking about really, I view a garden as a safe place. It's hmm. a place where I can go and be, you know, and and sort out whatever it might be going on in my head, you know. So that was early life. Then at 15, I got sent to Devon. I went to school in Harlow. I got sent to Devon. That didn't go well. Yeah, yeah that didn't go well. Um, so the last two years at school were pretty non-existent. Left home at 16 years old. Um, more complications in family lives. Um, and then got a little bed set. And then I got, I lucky enough, I went for an interview for a job on a parks department, North Devon Parks Department, and um, somehow got the job. Um, Did you charm, Adam? Well, 
I don't know. Do you know what? I honestly hand on heart. I think that um, I was a toe rag, mate. I think that they, I think they probably felt sorry for me. This old boy. So Alan, the fellow, Alan Beer was the, was the boss's name. And there was George Holman and Jim Yo were my like foreman and charge hand. Um, and I, I, it's interesting because I, I look back on that time with, with not just great fondness, but this, understanding now as an older man is that actually they they put a lot of time and effort into me hmm. and really sort of rejigged me and pushed me in the right direction and I think life could have gone at that point could have gone in any direction um, and it was good I got the very end of the old parks department training the old hmm. just they were privatizing Maggie Blesser um, and um, we did everything did absolutely everything from sports pitches. We grew a couple hundred thousand bedding plants. We did obviously um, sites of special interest. I don't know. You do have to do everything from the park mm. bins to the cleaning out the drains under Ilfacoom, whatever it was, you know, a stent of the graveyard, everything you did, you did it. So you did the whole, the whole thing really. And, and so there, yeah, that's how, how I got into it. And then eventually uh, what was I, 19? No, 19, nearly 20, went back up to London um, to sort of train, well, work as a gardener stroke landscaper with that sort of working, improving landscaping. Um, and then um, at 21 years old, my sort of my lucky break, as to say, was getting a job for Jeff Hamilton. Um, and you've led me on to the next question perfectly there, yeah. 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 Which is lovely because... It's not with us anymore, so it's the kind of opportunity that you can't get. Yeah, and he, and he, he revolutionised gardening, really. On certainly television gardening, he, nothing had been seen like that before. I mean, if you think we, you know, but if you look back, what we now we now, if you think about it now, we're now we're now banning peat. What in twenty five, mm. something like that, isn't it? Mm. He he was doing peat free back, back then, then. Mm. organic gardening. You know, and and stop you know ripping up limestone pavements and cross destroying your countryside. Mm. He, and I, you don't realise, still as twenty one year old, you don't realise that you're in around a person that's completely and utterly head yeah. of their time. I can remember the first time he bought a bag of koi down, and you know to Nick and his son and and, and me, I said I thought we'd gone nuts. What's we going to grow it like in coconut fibre? Yeah. And then you slowly learn to use this stuff. So actually, I've never used peat in gardening. So for me, it's not really a, it's not a big deal. It's, it's never been a thing for you, no. As such, it's never been never, a thing. You know, on the parks yeah. department, we did. But but again, that was all short-term stuff, turn it round. So so for me, you know, learning to work it with, with koi that then developed into, you know, wood mulch to chip mm. to this, to that, to whatever else has been added over the years. Um, but yeah, I, even then I wasn't necessarily the best behaved young man in the world, but I went on an incredible journey with him. Really. Yeah. He was, um, he was probably the first though. Jim and George were awesome with me. I think he was probably the first fellow that, that I classed as success. If you know what I mean? Mm. Um, he had an incredible way about him. Well, oh, you could tell that just watching him on telly. I mean, I, I never met him, but you could just tell he had a way of way with people. Yeah, just uh, yeah, and it's hard to put into words, but like, I can talk about him. I get goosebumps talking about the old boy. And if you think, <laughs> you know, so you imagine me the first time I did Gardens World. 
Yes. You know, first time I was going welcome to gardeners well when I was covering. You know, I've got yeah. Mon- Monty's boots to fight, fill up, and I've got yeah. Jeff Anton sat on my shoulder saying, "Don't mess this up, son." You know, so I'm going. <laughs> on I'm watching you, boy. I'm watching you. Oh yeah. no, yeah, exactly. Don't cock this up, boy. Don't cock this yeah. up. Um, Remember seeing um, another chap I've chatted to, Charles Dowding, you know, the, uh, the no Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the old video with Jeff and him? Yeah. And, he, and I remember I spoke to him. He said, oh, he literally looked over the fence. We got yeah. going down and he said, oh, I'm doing no dig. Oh, can we can we come and film? And he said, and he really got into it. But unlike a lot of people, he actually really got into it. He, he started using a lot of the principles yeah. of, yeah, he did. why you didn't break your back every bloody winter, digging, double digging, triple digging and doing that. Yeah. And actually, why break up? That's like knocking a house down after you just built it. Oh, I can probably build it better. Oh, maybe I can't. Maybe As you can't. No, nah. nah, that's right. I mean, it's, it's sort of, um, mind you, I think Jeff was a little like me. He liked digging when he was a bit fed up. I think that's the, that's my one my, my my one difficulty with no dig is I've used it as a bit of a, as a, bit of a stress release over yeah. the years. But um, but we do a lot of it now. We I only turn the soil once, um, and that's really to understand it. Veg garden, I've worked on it for years to get it to a place where I can no dig. Yeah. But, but actually, even the borders, I turn them all once, single dig, the old-fashioned way, put the manure in. Mm. Um, but that gives me a chance to spend, sad as it sounds, it gives me a chance to spend some time with the soil, work out where the dry patches are, where it's stony, and then yeah. I'll start, you know, put the organic matter in, and then where the you know, and, and then after that, we mulch. So... You know, I suppose that is a bit of a halfway house, really, isn't it? Well, it's a bit like your therapy. People have, I've had an allotment for 30 years. I only moved uh, last January, so I've actually finally got my allotment at home. Yeah. And people say to me, well, you garden all life. Why do you want to get out of your allotment a weekend? And I'm like, I could say to get away from the wife and kids, but I shan't say yeah. too late now. No, uh, no. But it's almost, I find it relaxing because it's my little space. No one tells me what to do there. It's my little space. I'm not doing it for anyone else but me in it. And I tell people I can be down there five minutes, even I um, might be two minutes outside my back door. But it's just a relaxation I get there because it's my own little, my own little bubble. Everything yeah. else I've forgotten about. I totally get that. And, and say even when, even sometimes when, you know, life's not been good and I've had to spend half an hour out there to get through that bit of, yeah. um, hour later, just different yeah. person. But you are, and you just chilled. Yeah. Well, maybe it's maybe I sometimes think is it you realise that actually all these worries you put in your head, a lot of them are just they're worries that some of them you can't do anything about in the best will in the world. You can't control them. In fact, you can you realise in life you can actually control an awful le- little really. You might like to think the greater world you control, but you don't really. Most things they happen to you, and it's yeah, exactly. And it's how you. I, I often say to people, I and mean, then I've always said. You get dealt a, a, card, a hand of cards, almost. You're born, you're dealt a hand of cards, and some people get a pretty bad hand of cards, and some people get fabulous. Yeah. But what I've noticed about people who you might say, oh, you, cool, you had it bad from the start, is actually, well, no, it's not that. They've done something with it. They've just played what they've been given, and they've worked with yeah, it. Yeah, I can see. I, yeah, I right. If you wrote mine down in fine detail, you know, some people would think, boom, but actually, in reality, yeah. I wouldn't change a bit of it. I, well, I imagine you never, never thought working with Jeff all those years ago that you would ever be presenting hello no. and welcome to garden as well. No, and, it was the, and it was probably the last thing that was on my mind. I mean, telly sort of happened. It wasn't even really, I wasn't one of them people who go, oh, I want to be on telly. It was like, yeah. 
it was more people saying, oh, you could do this. And then Mrs. Frost going, you will. Ah, there you go. Yeah. And, and we don't, exactly. Yeah. We don't, you know, we don't argue, do we? We just get on. Just, just yes, dear. What's the, what's the saying? My favourite saying, happy wife, happy life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very true. Very and I think it's a lot of it is just, it's right place, right time. Yeah. And this is it. And it's often, the, these things, you often see the, uh, pro, the, the, the yes people say, I'm just going to go for a day and I'm going to say yes to everything. And sometimes it's just saying, do you know what? I'll go for it. It might not work out, but if you never try, you'll never know. Yeah, and I think I think you're right. I think that's probably I've taken that principle that principle into most things in life. Really, never really yeah. turn stuff down and had a go. And I say you never know where you're going to end up, do you? You can't. You can't. No one can see the future. And if they say they can, don't certainly don't give them any money and walk away quickly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's very right, true. Talk about gardens, Adam. So. Where's a garden that you might recommend someone if they get a chance? Now, now we're allowed to go go places a bit better. Is there a garden that, that you know that you think you would recommend? And I know there's a lot of them. There's three million, Matthew. You said earlier, but <laughs> yeah. um, wow, garden to recommend. Um, I suppose the classics, you know, the, the sort of um, the Dixters and places like that. I mean, that I went there a while back and. Um, so places like that um on top of that where else did i go sissinghurst mm. uh, and broughton yeah broughton abs is shouting it to me broughton broughton yeah which is in the cotswolds b-o-u um yeah, an awesome late summer yeah. garden um really good i mean to be fair they're everywhere aren't they it's like yeah. you know, Sort of, sometimes uh, people have a particular favourite out there. I mean, there's, there's, no, there's, I really haven't. I, I, I feel very, very privileged now that I get to go and walk around gardens, talk to a camera about them, and go home again. And you know, because it, a bit like you, we do what we do for a living, and we always make these plans that we're going to go and visit these places. Um, yeah, and then we we don't get round to it. You know, one I went to that blew my mind a while back was Lowther Castle. Um, up in Cumbria and Dan Pearson has done this sort of reinvented this, this sort of derelict castle, um, which was awesome. And then they're going to start to produce work on these other gardens now going forward. This place was breathtaking, but also mm. mind blowing, you know? So I think yeah. every, everywhere you go has got something. Yeah. Oh no, there, but there's lots of them. There's RHS Gods, National Trust. There, um, yeah. and some of you I've never heard of. And you go to see them, and they're like, "Wow, yeah." There's a there's a little one up the road from me in a place called Hartley Whitney, which is I've forgotten the name of it now. Uh, West Green Gardens, and it's yeah. not a big garden. And I think the house was some artist years ago. But when you mm. walk around, it's got a big pond in the middle, and they have they have a big, uh, I suppose, about a big glass cube, and they can do they do concerts things on the water there yeah. but it's not a big garden not particularly well known unless you live where i live yeah but it's fabulous you can just wander around it but they've broken it up so beautifully they got some veg they got some fruit but it's just wonderful to wander around and obviously it's an amalgamation i would imagine of many different people's ideas you can yeah. see where different people have, there's my stamp there's my stamp but it, it is and that's the wonder of gardens they don't have to be a big famous garden or national trust even yeah the little grit, the little yellow book you get for your local yeah, area. Exactly. exactly. Like, and then those, you normally get great cake as well. 
I wouldn't know anything about that. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've mean, just worked off what I put on over Christmas. Yeah. The job I do is I can, unfortunately, much of my wife's childbearing, I can, I can lose it pretty quick. Yeah. I lost a stone I put on over Christmas quite quickly, but there you go. Blood and sweat. Yeah. Bless Something you. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a question about who you've admired most over the years in the garden horticultural world, but I, I can imagine you might have already answered that. With yeah, I think I have. I think in that world, um, yeah, it, and then probably with my design head, um, then it's people like I, I was lucky enough to do some work with Terence Conran. Um, oh, right, yeah. and Conran, I found an incredible human being. Um, mm. Paul Smith is another one that I, you know, lucky enough, when, I don't know, he loved coming to Chelsea. We got chatting and I go down and have cups of coffee with him and catch up with him periodically now and whatever. But again, as a as a human being, as someone that succeeded, you know, from that creative sort of process, they're, they're two people. And if you add Jeff, that, I, that probably influence, have influenced me in different in different ways, you know. Yeah, I think um, Comran was really the, the Comran was the one that got me to do Chelsea, really, because I I built them for other people, and oh right, we, yeah, we did something for him in two thousand and five, and um, and we were stood on Main Avenue on on press day, and he said to me, um, you know, we'd built this garden for him, and he was really pleased, blah blah blah. But what am I going to do? And I said, well. What I mean? What am I going to do? He says, "There's no way you're gonna. This landscape company is not enough." And I said, "Well, I'm stood on my avenue. I said, "Well, I'd like to do this, but who's going to let me come here?" And yeah. he stopped, stopped me in my tracks, and just said, "You just remember, young man, I started as a joiner, mm-hmm. and then sort of pointed out to me that Habitat got created because the department stores wouldn't sell his furniture, and that I should follow a dream. Um, yeah. And and somehow." you said about, you know, taking opportunities. So that same year I was building a national rose garden at St Albans and it had an 18 grand retention on it. Yeah. Um, we, we didn't have any money. No, we didn't have money, really. The business turned over a decent amount of money. We didn't make lots of profit. And I somehow convinced Mrs Frost that I was going to spend this 18 grand retention. Yeah. On and so she probably... Mm. But then... Well, you know. Sometimes you have to take a chance, Adam. And unfortunately- yeah, I mean, yeah, but she obviously had ideas what she was going to spend it on. But yeah, well, but but to be fair, in the end, she goes, do you know what? If you need to go and do it, go and do it. Yeah. And uh, you know, and it is one of those. I might as well walk into a casino and go on. You know, yeah, all in red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, so Comrade definitely affected me. Um, Paul Smith, I admire, but just on the fact of what he's managed to achieve. Um, and how he uses design, and obviously Jeff just yeah. wow, Jeff. Yeah, what can you say really? Yeah, um, Jeff is Jeff. You know, if you're if you go in the ground and people are still talking about you, 25, 30 years on. Yes, which is it. The same as though you could say is the, he's four one with big Percy Thrower. People yeah. still talk about Percy Thrower yeah. in the same revered way, and he's the generation before Jeff, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, I know him from Blue Peter. I didn't yeah. particularly know of him no, before. Was, no, I, I found him quite scary, I'll be honest. <laughs> but, you know, in Blue Peter days, I found yeah. him quite, like, wow. But actually, to be fair, it was the old tie thing. And, and you yeah, know, that was when you see my granddad would. My granddad sewed, um, you know, Tidy Nan's husband. Um, he worked with his hands, but he, at the weekend, he'd put his jacket on and he'd put his clip-on tie on mm. and we'd go in the garden. Oh, I know some of the old boys when I first started working 
in the um, in the early nineties. Yeah. If they did that, they'd have scowled because they the worst thing you'd be sitting there thinking it's ninety degrees. You'd be there in your t-shirt rolling yeah. sleeves. They might just undo their top button and pull the thing, and they'd, they'd roll their sleeves up. They would wear shorts. It's, it's just fun, but they they would barely even untuck their tops. It's just it's not I know. done. And you see the old pictures of Victorian boys. You're sitting there thinking, Christ alive! Look at the gear they're wearing. They're wearing heavy cotton trousers. And that. Yeah, they just got on with it. Yeah, we've had it easy, really, Adam, haven't we? Well, yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. Ask, yeah, ask kids. Right, here's a little question for you, Adam. You're marooned on a lush, lush tropical island, okay? But fortunately, washed up with you as well. You get one packet of seed. One song or one record. Don't ask whether the record player washed up with it. One record, uh, one packet of seeds, and you get one book. What would be your desert island veg? Wow. Do you know what? I've always joked, mate, that if I make it to desert island discs, I've made it. That's yeah. <laughs> what. Um, a pa- a You've packet made it halfway, of mate, if nothing else. Yeah, I have. I've made it to you. I'm nearly there. Yeah. Um, packet of seed. What would I, what would I grow? Um how long am I there for? Am I An indefinite amount of time. It depends. If people miss you, Adam, uh, gardeners will say, where's, where's El Frosty gone? It might be quicker, but if people have forgotten about it, you might be there a while, mate. I could be there a while then. Yeah. Um, um, God, I'd have to have something that I was going to eat, mate. I'd have to have something that I was going to eat. Um, yeah. What do you mean? It's my decision, not yours. So I have to shout him what she thinks I should take. Um, I'm worried you're a bit controlled, mate, by yeah, well, that's my daughter, mate. That's been communicating with you. See what I mean? Stop I am controlled by women, totally and utterly. I tell you. Anyway, back to that. Um, what would I take? Something that I could turn around, do different bits with. Um, blah, 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 blah. What, can, what can I add flavour to things that I want to cook? Do you know, this sounds really mad, right? But maybe I could I, could I change it to some sets rather than seeds? Could I have, could I have some onion sets? You can have onion sets. I'll allow it. Big cool. Tick. I'll take onion sets because I think that'll give me a lot of ways of affecting different things hmm. that I find on the island to cook. Cool. Yeah, go. Onion sets are in. Onion Red sets. Red white. That's the only yeah. thing. Red or white onions. Oh. 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 I tell you what, I'll go red. Because nice. then... I can use them raw as you know, they're a lot subtler raw as well, and I so that's let's do that. So that sorts that one out. So I've got my red onions. What else have I got to do? Uh you get a book. I get a book. Wow. Um I've always said to be fair, you know the the the, the 93 volumes of of the RHS thing, the one that's yeah. there's lots of them. I'm gonna take them. Yeah, they're actually um, underneath my phone stacking it up at the moment, some of them. Yeah, there's loads of them, isn't there? I don't know how many. Yeah. Oh, they've never reviewed. Some people have classic favourites. I was speaking to Jekka McVicker the other day, the herb lady. Yeah. She wants to take her dad's 1951 edition to the island because it's he's written in it and it's just, as you say, things have changed, but she just yeah. wants that. I think, I think I'd take, I think I'd take that. Because yeah. it would just, just keep me yeah. bubbling along. Yeah. Over. Cool. Yeah. And then you get one record or one song. Oh, bloody hell, I'm going to upset someone now. I've got, like, each of the kids have got a. Each of the kids have got a um, song. Mrs. Frost has. I, we, should we go? No, I tell you what. This is the. I'll leave this for everybody. All right. So this is yep. what I'd be behind for the kids and Mrs. Frost. Forever young. By. Yep. 
Bob Dylan. Perfect. Great oh, song. Great like song about, about. You're just checking me throwing at you there, weren't you? Yeah, no, she was looking at me. She was giving me the sort of. Mm-hmm. Like her song Sweet Pea by Paul Weller. So. That's a nice song. That's her song. So, yeah, so the, she's got that song. I sent it to her the other day, actually, just to remind Yeah, so all of them have got songs. But if I had to pick one, there's there's something in that song that just says, lead your, life, lead your life in a certain way, follow your yep. dreams, and That's all you can do. stay forever young. Oh, I don't know about that part, but, yeah, you can certainly oh, think it, We can in our heads. We can they do heads. say you're as, young as, you're as young as the person you – cuddle or something don't you so as long as you've got younger kids that's fine you can keep that young yeah. probably is my youngest I don't really want to cuddle him well no that's true. <laughs> he's yeah. not the most cuddly he's 14 years old he's not well he that likes is. cuddling you he's, he's still he cuddling cuddle him, old boy, but he's yeah he's going through an interesting stage yeah, bless yeah. him All My Reads gives you unlimited access to more than 100 specialist books from history to mystery rockets to royals, planes to trains, bikes to biographies, and much, much more. Access the digital books across multiple devices, including your desktop, tablet, and phone. All My Reads is just $4.99 per month. Visit allmyreads.com to find out more. Browse the extensive range of titles and try your first month for just 99 pence. Get ready to browse and begin. What's your favourite season of the year? And I know I know the seasons are changing, but they almost blend into one now. Yeah, they do, you're right. Um, at the moment, you're asking me, <laughs> to be fair, you're asking me in January, right? Yep. At the moment, my favourite season will be spring, and it can't come quick enough. No. I so think that, a lot of people go for spring, though. A lot yeah. of people is either spring or autumn. But, but yeah, but I think I'm going to spring because we're literally in the depths of winter. And, and do you know yeah, I think true. in the garden, you're right. That nothing. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's all becoming a mishmash, isn't it? And and mm-hmm. and actually, I I I garden in quite a lot of that way, so so things don't get cut back. 
until well into end of February, beginning of March, you know. But I've stuck yeah. kind of it's gone so much of it has gone mushy this year because it's been so wet and just you mm. haven't got that that crispness in the seed heads no. or this or that and and so I've actually got out there and started doing a bit of cutting back, you know, first week in January. And I wouldn't normally do that. Um, I believe no. in it. So it's all habitat based at the moment. But yeah, I'm getting rid of the real sort of slimy bits. But but yeah, yeah. It's spring at the moment. If you ask me again in spring, I'll probably say autumn, mate. Autumn, I mean, spring, reality, yeah. I just love being out there. But nobody has ever yet, in all the interviews I've done, is no one has ever once said winter or summer. Just because no, I think I'm, spring, because it's that kind of like it's that yeah, kind of bit excitement. Yeah, and there's yeah. new and life. There's something autumn carries. If we have a good autumn, it carries an atmosphere, doesn't it? Yes, and I think we haven't know, had, mm, yeah, it's well, we haven't had well. I suppose in the outside world, the uh, the last two autumns have been pretty rubbish. Let's play. You turn on your telly or read newspaper. There's not exactly full of positive things. Let's be honest. No. I've stopped doing that. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah. I've just really, um, all of it, mate. I even social media. I, I sort of, it's just all too depressing now. Well, I, I've always enjoyed your social media because you would do today's joy, which is yeah, new, yeah. your new tagline. And I will, we will go back to it yeah, and whatever, and, and do some. But um, yeah, the thing you is, you, what you don't want to do, Adam, is you just put a lot of people on Instagram. Put out stuff just because they feel they need to put the stuff out. Yeah. Whereas, you know I think, mate, I was I was getting in that place where I felt like I had to do it, and yes. I I actually got rid of Twitter about six months ago because I I was getting in a habit of coming down in the mornings, like a lot of people probably coffee, boom, phone, yeah. emails, Twitter, yeah, what. hold on this is not the right way if you picked up you know a mental health how to start your day book have a better life it wouldn't say come down get a cup of coffee and open twitter would it uh no i can't think to say anything about it so i always call it um most people call it facebook i call it either boast book or moan book because no one ever comes on and says hi having a nice day they always come on and say look what i've been up to yeah, oh, great. another one here. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. Maybe there's a big, I don't know. There, there seems to be a, a moment of change with all that stuff anyway, doesn't there? But, yeah. but yeah, we're just oh. working out how we're going to. So with the joys, I think we'll be back. But I think they're very nice. They're fun to see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I know you haven't put a post for a while, but um, nah. sometimes I don't think it really um, affects. Because as I say, um, one of my first interviews was uh, Francis. Obviously, you know Francis top. Yeah, yeah. And I actually got her because I just happened to notice that someone appeared on Instagram, Francis Topler. Well, it could be, could be, it could be. There's like a million Charlie Dimmocks on, but I know, yeah. happen to know for a fact, none of them are actually Charlie Dimmock. No. And I got hold of her and she answered. Now, if I'd done that now a year later, the chances are no, because she's got God knows how many thousands of followers. Yeah, you're right, you're right actually, because um, I had someone else um, was trying to get hold of her and, and couldn't, and that wasn't that long ago actually. But she's yeah. lovely and she- She's a dog. She's lovely. And now, obviously, I've got her email. And yeah, I, I got a book off her. And she said, Oh, I'll sign that to you, Dan. But you'll have to send it because they're not. Some people self publish stuff. Unless you're a kind of real name, you're not going to get yeah. someone to come up to you. So she said, I don't actually have any of the books. I get paid to write it. That's yeah. it. I don't own any part of it. So yeah, and no, I sent her a book and she sent me one back again and things. And um, yeah, that was good fun because obviously, yeah, she sees a similar 
her thing was she sees the Gardener's World side, but she works for the other side, i.e. ITV. But she said, and they are different, but they're, they're all fun and it's yeah. nice to have that freedom. Yeah, this exactly. I think she's, um, yeah, she's lovely. She's good. No, she's, she's, she's wonderful. I know I was, I was actually made up with her because often trying to get hold of people, that's like I was very happy when your yeah. daughter wrote back and said, sorry, I've been away. Oh, yes, yes, they'll be fine. It's like, oh, because normally, without being honest, you just get nothing, which is fine. Busy yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, we have, we have, st- you have stages when she gets bombarded and then yeah. it might be a few weeks before she can get back to everybody. But actually, in reality, we get back to, we get back to everybody, I think, or, you know, unless the occasional thing slips through. But I think most of the time we, we get back. And also, just being honest, I mean, I've had, some people, as you say, Charlie Dimmock, and she was very kind enough to say, I'm not the moment. I've just done like six months of filming. I just want to reset my life. And yeah. so I contacted her three or four months later and hopefully, yeah, that'll be fine. And, that's, and sometimes and it's just like, yeah, I get that. Cause we're, we sort of now is not bad. You know, we come back after Christmas, yeah. we've got lots going on in the office, but actually I'm not running around like a lunatic yet. So this is no. a good time to. This is, well, this, like we said earlier, right time, right place. Sometimes yeah. just, yeah. Bit of luck, and sometimes actually you've just got to take a bit of luck. And I always say, just ask nicely and don't take it personal. It's the busy yeah. people, it just just because they say I can't fit you in the moment doesn't mean they're never going to be able to fit you in. No, exactly. That's all fun, exactly. Okay, quick one apart from your own lovely books, what's your best? What's the best gardening book or horticultural book you would rely on? Wow, well, they've already answered that a little bit as do well. Yeah, do really. I love reading, um, sort of Christopher Lloyd stuff because it makes me smile. Um, yeah, I think Dan Pearson also writes absolutely beautifully about gardens. Um, so those those are the, would be my two go tos if I just want to sort of soak myself in yeah in cultural glory or whatever we want to call it. I think that they would be my two go tos to just have a nice cool. time. Yeah. Um. What sort of soil you got there? Do you have a bit of a mixed bag, if I can remember? Yeah, off your yeah we have. We've got parts of the garden that, that ultimately, it must have been garden for years, so it's in good nick. But other parts of it, you dig down a spade step and you hit solid limestone. So in general, mm. the area is is clay based on a, on a limestone bed. I mean, our villages are built on a Roman, old Roman quarry. Um, yeah. So, you know, so it can be a bit heavy in places but obviously quite you know ph wise yeah. quite alkaline as well because you're i'm off to the west of london down the m3 yeah you're probably at about the we're same distance east. outside of london at the top yeah sort of east so we we literally you don't go that much further from us and you hit the fins oh, right. yeah, um, yeah. We're not that that far from it really no, no, that's cool. Because yeah. that's the other thing. You're, I know you, um, you, you like me, use raised beds, which I must admit, when I put my first raised bedding down the allotment back in the 80s, they laughed at me. Oh, what is it next week? Sun stamps? It's that sort of thing. Yeah. Because they were used to growing 100 bleeding cabbages in a straight row. And you're like, I couldn't eat 100 in a year, let alone the amount you grow. But no. what, what, what made you do the raised beds? Or is it just it's, it's useful or it fitted um, in? A bit, a bit of both, really. So, um, Obviously, one part of the garden, I've raised it up slightly. I've done this ornamental kitchen garden. I've raised it up slightly. That's more for drainage because it's quite mm. wet there. Um, and in the in the bit where I've got the main veg garden, that was all an old crew yard. So it was just all full of so much rubbish. rubbish. Um, mm. So that yeah. really was the easiest way to create a veg garden, the quickest <laughs> way to create a veg garden. 
Um, but yeah, oh, makes it easier as well to use it. Yeah. I must say. Yeah. So it's been none of us are getting younger. Or the no, exactly. Now. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Um. Because you you still an RHS ambassador? For I am. King. Yeah. This is often a question asked a lot of people. We need to get it more into schools because it's not actually on the curriculum, is it? It's no, some sorry schools do it. Yeah, but so we need to get like, it on the curriculum. Yeah, so it, it gets covered quite a lot in in primary. We're not too bad mm. in primary, but the moment it goes to secondary, um, that's it. It's a bit of a nightmare. And also, yeah. go back to what we talked about earlier. It's not cool, um, and that's why uh, you know, this last two years, seeing a lot of younger gardeners has been brilliant. Um, but the problem I think we've got where it could sit is obviously within biology. You know, they touch a little bit on it, but. The problem is most of the biology teachers are animal centric anyway, so there's yeah. not. So they're naturally going to go towards that, you know. I, I yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that it should be, hmm. it should be a GCSE. It should be taught in in that first, yeah. you know, in that first sort of three years before you make the choices. I think it should be part. Well, of I was going to say you, you have the option when you leave school. The RHS do a lot of courses. Yeah. I think Wisley's not far from me, and they do it, but. It's almost an option after you've left school, done your A levels and things. Yeah, no, no, I'm totally, I totally agree. So I, I bits for the RHS, I do the young person thing, which was a lot of that was about, you know, engaging that next generation. Um, I also do quite a bit of community. I do the community stuff for them as well. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, totally agree, mate. We do need to get it on. Yeah, hopefully in the future. Yeah. Um, Here's another one of my quick ones. What's you got plant heaven and plant hell or veg heaven, veg hell? What is your veg heaven and veg hell or plant heaven, plant I, um, heaven? The first thing that comes to mind is asparagus. You're on lovely. Does, um, does it grow well for you? Yeah, I've got that in raised raised beds because it's oh. sort of like, yeah, raised raised beds. So it's yeah. it drainage, 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 and more drainage. Um, hell, wow, I don't think. Or more, what doesn't grow well for you? You could say. Uh, what doesn't grow well? Um, yeah, yeah. What doesn't grow well? Um, I, I. To be fair, they grow all right, but a lot of the, a lot of the brassicas are hard work because mm. I've got about ninety-four million pigeons, and obviously they're totally organic. So if there was a plant. Mm. That, that brought its its reasonable yeah. amount of frustration with it, then it would have to be, <laughs> it would have to be the brassicas. So good, yeah. yeah, so even like with the you know the Italian kale and whatever, I tend to grow it really low and then cut it, and then mm. they, it come again. So come I, up again. Yeah. I end up growing it in a different way. I don't let it get too tall. Yeah. So, do you do know what funny thing is? Since I moved, I never had much luck with brassicas like you because either the pigeons decimate it. Oh, well, it's just just about right. And I've moved here and I've not netted anything. Totally organic. I don't even put a net over it. And it's been I've fun. had the best, best um, Brussels sprouts and cabbages I've ever had. It's and amazing. I even got, I even got the um, white caterpillar white. I even got the little yeah. colourful little things. And I just literally shook the plant. And then mm. the local Robin was like, "Oh, this is he was he was quite a size by the end of summer." Yeah, and I think that's the that is you know that is the joy of it, isn't it? Is that wherever mm. you garden. We all garden in a slightly different way, but also at the same time, you know, some things are going to go well for you, some things are not. But mm. yeah, that's life, mate. This is it. It is, mate. It is. Yeah. Talking about your children, are any of them showing any um, Adam Frost Junior? 
Well, I think, well, funny enough, this one sat along there. She's um, she went off and did her sort of degree in in I said about animals, so she did it in horse science, basically a biology degree in, in horses. Yeah. Um, then went off into a commercial world, and then all the time she was doing a degree, she was sort of worked in the office. Um, yeah. And now she's sort of come out of the commercial world, and she was coming back for a while, but I don't think she's going. No. So, um, and then her boyfriend that she's just about to move in with he he works in um horticultural industry in uh, in supply um so i i don't know there just seems this little sort of thing dipping their toes in then back out again I so. yeah i think so she sort of she started doing a few mood balls and whatever and asking a lot <laughs> about plants and then she throws a little thing in every now and then like she knows something and which is cool um yeah yeah, so I would say, and then obviously the next one down is a training to be an architect, but he's always worked in the office, so he's got he's got an interest. But I mm. think it'll always be a, and I don't know about the next two. We'll have to wait and see. Wait and see. We, I should yeah. keep my eyes peeled on Garden as well to say, I've got the right surname, but that's not Adam. Yeah, as no. He's exactly. cha- as he's been yeah. shackled off to the left. They'll probably get watched all them, mate. We'll get the kids on there. Yeah, this is it. This should be a family empire, as they say. Yeah. Um, How's the old? Because you've started your Adam Frost Garden School, basically. Um, yeah. But I know that you're you're pretty busy because I did notice on your website the other day you can't really take the new bookings because you're still trying to catch up with the ones that you obviously had to cancel. And yeah, and that's what, and, and to be fair, mate, that's one of the things at the moment that we're having a having to sort of have a rethink about. You know, when I said about you know I'm rethinking life, I think that's that's one of them that's on the agenda. Yeah. It's been brilliant. Um, don't get me wrong, it's been brilliant. Um, but obviously the last two years have been can do it. Yeah. Um, and when we could do it, then all of a sudden it got cancelled, then this, then that. Um so it's it's one of those things that we're we're just trying to work out, you know, how we move it forward, if we move it forward. And I think with that's you know, we're sitting sort of going through everything really at the moment, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that's definitely on the on the table and um so yeah we'll see but i mean it's been we've been doing that five years it's been a joy it's been a joy yeah. i say apart from like a lot of people really that that last two years has been yeah you don't know where you're yeah no and i just feel like you you're taking bookings you don't really know what you're going to be able to do what you're not going to be able to do mm. and, and i think even now do we really know you know if i put a load of stuff out for next year how much of it is actually yeah. going to we can change so quick. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's been brilliant, but it's just say at the moment, it's it's on the sort of pause button and working out how we mm. move it forward if we do. All you can do. I've enjoyed watching the people over your right shoulder wandering past the window. Is that, is that your yeah, garden in the background? That's, that's Luke. He's moving some bits and pieces about. For uh, me. So I've seen people walk past the look. French doors in the window. Yeah. And I just, oh, they're looking busy. Yeah. You've got someone. You've got, no, you've got, what, you've got smoke coming out somewhere behind you. Um, I'll ask the neighbours, probably their gas flew. Yeah, I just had to do sign language. My oldest daughter's just popping off to see her little sister leaving school. But um, yeah, no, I kept looking up thinking, what are you doing? It was some strange hand legs. So I just nodded to me. Yeah, yeah, that's all you can do. Yeah. That's all you can do, mate. That's all you can do. Right. Okay. We've got the next one here. I should leave that for a bit later. Right. Adam, here's an exciting one. I like to answer people. The Queen, she's been hanging around Windsor Castle a lot, obviously, but she's just done after Time Machine, which is a bit of luck. But she wants you, Adam Frost, to redesign all of the Windsor Great Park and Windsor Castle. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, with this magical time machine, you can go and choose anybody from any any time. You can have three people to help you redesign it all. Wow. We stick and on Winter Castle. Be- it's a great past. Big is pretty big actually. Yeah. Do they have to be landscape designers, or can it be anybody? It can be anyone you want to help you. Anyone you want doesn't have to be a, a gardener. They can be anyone you want, really. Right. So actually, I'm going to get Frank Lloyd Wright involved. Yeah. An architect. So I'm going to get Frank involved. I'm also just because I wouldn't mind while we're sitting there talking to Frank. Um, I'm going to get Winston Churchill. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Because I think like just to have Winston's opinion will make me smile. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I can always get him involved in building the walls. Exactly. So nice rustic wall. So yeah, and and Frank Lloyd Wright, Winston Churchill, and I think we should have a we should, we we need a, a a lady in there to bring some some calm intelligence, um, and possibly some organisation to the whole thing. Yeah. So who should I bring? What lady should I bring? Oh wow, it's difficult, isn't it? I tell you what, it's a, it's a difficult one with women involved, mate. You could you could make or break it. You don't want to upset anybody. Who no. Play safe. You could go your wife, but obviously. No, I tell you, who I'm gonna who I'll get is actually because this will this will make it a lot easier working with the queen. Oh yeah. We'll take we'll take her daughter in. Which one? So we'll take Williams, Mrs. Oh, Williams, because I say yeah, because we'll take other- we'll take Kate. There you go. So, because Kate will break down yeah. any barriers, and, and also Kate loves her gardening. And do you love her garden? The way both of them. interesting mix. Yeah, I like it. You know, so she'll get us into the places where you know. But yeah, that helps. Yeah, you know, it's like you know, they'll she'll just she'll say, "Come in, sit down, have a yeah. cup of tea." You know, a so cup of tea. Because we need to get the Queen to talk openly about what she wants. and well, that it's, it's, well it's, as you say, but there you go. Then. I think that sounds like a pretty good crew to me, I say. Yeah. I should get, I'll just get the T-shirts printed up for you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a bit of fun for you. Right. Yeah. Now, after this wonderful bit of redesigning of Windsor Castle, and the, uh, uh, you're flooded with offers, because obviously now you're, you're Adam Cross, Queen's designer. Uh, yeah. So it's Strictly Come Dancing, Dancing on Ice. SAS Two Dares wins, or the Great British Bake Off. Which one are you going to do, Adam? SAS Two Dares wins. I could see you doing that actually. That's the only one. You're not good baker then. I'd probably have a go at one of the other cooking ones. I'm not. I love cooking, but I'm not really. I don't really do. Yeah, I'm not. Baking's not my thing. If you know what I mean. I do desserts, but not really. Whereas actually, yeah, they're sort of. SAS, it'd probably kill me, just be honest. But yeah, this is it. At least you can go out on a, on a high. Well, that's what I'm thinking. You know, they'll go well, he had a go. Well, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're more about having a go rather than going, just jump. No, I don't yeah. want to jump. I might hurt myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to kill you on live telly, maybe. No, I'll just have a go, you know, and, and maybe if I if I died on live telly. Yeah, well, maybe, you know. Elvis has done better since he died than he ever did when he was alive. So. There's something oh, yeah. to be said for Adam. It's yeah. not good for you, but your family will be going exactly. brilliant. Yeah, well, good. <laughs> well I'll, um, I'll, I'll put a note in that you want to go on Celebrity MasterChef then, because I think that's what yeah. we're saying. Uh, yeah, you've got to have an inroad there. Probably would, be, probably, yeah, that's about the only one I think I'd do, the MasterChef. Yeah. Yeah. I think, to be fair, of all of them, I can't dance. I certainly can't skate. No. And my, my cooking's not probably the greatest. 
So, yeah, and as you say, I'm used to being outside in horrible weather. So yeah, I'm not that sad to the SAS2. No, yeah. I'm being shouted at. Yeah, this is it. And Get used to it, don't you? Yeah, if we need to dig a trench, I could be all Yeah, right. this is it. Double digging. I'm, I'm your man. Yeah. I'm your man. Yeah. Um, right. What, do you, what have been your greatest successes in your veg garden, do you think, last year? Because it can be a fickle old thing. One year can be great for carrots, yeah. and the next year you do exactly the same, and they're rubbish. Um, this year, I would say my, my moment of joy was provided by Apios. Okay. Apios Americanus, which is this sort of um, South American tuber, mm-hmm. um, climber, flowers beautifully. Um, I thought it was going to be a disaster. Um, I grew some in the ground and some in pots. It obviously needs a lot of light and a decent yep. amount of warmth. Um, and I got a little crop off it. So that was my my moment of joy. of absolute joy. Yeah, the flowers stunning as well. So you could grow it actually as a climber and just enjoy yeah. the flowers later yeah. on in the season. But um, yeah, Apios americanos. So, oh, yeah. Sounds good as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I just thought I've never heard of it. And I thought it's, it's the old thing that I do to people, just chucking a Latin name. They're like, oh, he must be interested. Yeah, yeah, you'll, love it. you'll, well, you'll, you'll be buying it now. I know you will. You'll, you'll be, you'll be on well, yeah, going to be running it. Yeah, they will. Yeah, yeah. yeah, interesting plant. Yeah. yeah. Well, because that's how people used to do it. Like, you're talking about your nan and granddad, mine the same, probably of a similar era, is they used to grow their vegetables amongst their plants. They, they treated a yeah. A bicoloured runner bee would be a climber, a climber with benefits, you could say. Yeah. Because the pod's off it. And I, I often try and tell people, you don't have to have an allotment. You can grow no. plenty of vegetables just amongst the plants. Yeah, exactly. Totally not. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I'm well, with I, you. I often think if you grow it amongst flowers and things, you're probably more likely to get better. Because a lot of people just do that. As you say, they grow it. And they don't, they don't think about, well, the more wildlife you attract, the better your pollination is. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, where I've done the ornamental kitchen plant garden and I've interplanted, it's been better on water, um, better on, you know, pests and problems. Um, yeah, success rate's been brilliant, hmm. you know, and the garden even now is something to look at, whereas, yeah. you know, the veg garden is the veg garden in winter. Yeah, they are a bit of a, unfortunately, it's just the way they are, though. But I know there are ones you claim you can carry stuff going, but if you're like me, it tends to kind of, there's a few things left, but I like to give it a little bit of a rest. Nothing can go yeah. 24-7, 365, really. Just give it a break, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, as we're doing a bit with King John, can you talk us through how you might grow a certain vegetable that has always worked well for you? Um, a vegetable that's worked well for me. Um I mean, have you it. Is there anything you do, like some people soak the seeds beforehand and some, oh no. And to be honest, I, I would say in general, if it's anything to do with seeds, I am, um, I soak, I, I sow as per pack. I also mm-hmm. sow a bit heavier. I'll also yep. try some in a pot. So yep. what I tend to do, rather than say I do one thing particularly well, is I tend to experiment all the time. I call I call veg gardening my hobby. You know, mm. I think it means that I can get away with stuff if it goes wrong. You know, if I call it my profession, <laughs> I feel I have to be good yeah. at it. Um, you can always move the pot to the side and go, anyway, 
Carry exactly. on. Well, look at this. Yeah. Exactly. So I, so I, I, I would say more than anything, I experiment a lot, you know, and yeah. I'm always growing. I don't know. Let's say the Apios is one. Um, wasabi I've grown. Mm. I've got Sashwan peppers going really well now. And um, so, yeah, constantly experimenting. Fair enough. Well, it's the best thing to do. Because yeah. sometimes in the gardening world, there is, there is like things would do it better, but sometimes you see the wrong thing in, in the wrong place and it's doing absolutely brilliant. And it's just like, it's do, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no rhyme, no reason. Um, what's your favourite veg from the ground or off a pod, do you think? Just fresh, literally broken off and I'm going to have it now. Carrot. Lovely. Still with mud on it. Oh, that may be a bit crunchy, yeah, but there yeah, you go. Just fair white, enough. White yeah. Like that. I, man, I want you to eat it straight with the dirt, just go stuck yeah. in your teeth. I think yeah. it's the look. Or, you know, and if, if I couldn't get hold of them, then, then I do like a broad bean. Yeah. Do you know what I want, Adam? Next time you're doing garden as well, that you're presenting it, I want you to just pull up a carrot, big fat munch of it, and I want all the crumbs and everything there and just go, hello. I have done that. Garden as well. it, just don't, it just doesn't end up in a programme. Oh, bloody producers. I tell you, they're getting yeah, away with everything, don't they? I don't know. Yeah. Um, what do you reckon the greatest lengths and depths you've ever been to in, the, in, the, in, your, in your look at the way you're doing your garden to get that finished? What's, what's, what kind of depths have you gone to? And if you stayed up all night just for one thing or something, it's got Chelsea, isn't it? Really, I think well, Chelsea yeah. our show has taken me to yeah. the depths of despair. And then, um, left yeah, I, no sleep. Um, yeah, gone right through a night and all of the next day. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. early days. Um, yeah, rarely. Um, can't do it now, but back when I started, no. yeah, I've done that. I've sat there. Until three, four o'clock in the morning, filtering ponds and filling up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that's been. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. It's interesting you say because um, uh, Medwin, you know, their vegetable grown yeah, Medwin, Willie? Yeah, 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 when yeah. I chatted to him, he said that the lengths of depths I've had, yeah, I've been there at six, uh, sorry, um, kind of like two, three o'clock in the morning cleaning these things. I mean, he does fabulous displays, but he said, you don't yeah. realize the amount I have to grow to get those. Yeah. To get those Thank veggies are a nightmare in that sense. Are they? Yeah. This is it. But I mean, it's amazing stuff. And to be honest, yeah. here's the thing. I've never actually been to Chelsea. Have you not? I've never actually gone around to. Go. Well, I'm going to go this year because I'm, I, I believe I can, um, I'm going to try and wangle myself a press date ticket. As, yeah, we'll get uh, sent off. So, yeah, you probably, yeah, you can. So get sent off for it. Soon. Yeah, so, because, well, there's a lot of people I've interviewed I've never met. So it'd be nice to just yeah. say hello. I mean, most of them might run the other way or call security. So how do you yeah. get in it? But that's fair <laughs> enough. You live and die on these things. Bless you. Um, next one. We've got to ask about the star of the show, really. Now, probably in his own mind, he is he is the most important person to Frost Household, a, a four-legged little friend of yours. Ash. Ash. By a mile. Yeah. By a mile. Yeah, I, it was quite funny, actually. I So yesterday I was doing a photo shoot for a, um, a book that's coming out later in a year, and Ash was with us all day. Mm. And then um, this morning I nipped back into the house for something, and um, um, Mrs. Frost was up there doing something, and, and now she's laid out like that, you know, totally like this sparkle on the bedroom floor. And she was, I was smiling at him. I said, don't expect too much from him today. He had a difficult day yesterday. He was he was flour all day, so I can't imagine he's going to move all day today. And as I said, it he just opened one eye yeah. and he closed it again, as if to say, "Yeah, I know you're talking about me. Just yeah. crack on, with it. just get." Yeah, he's um, 
Yeah, he definitely is the most important. Exactly. Yeah. Certainly is in his own mind, but there's a thing yeah. about cats. They've got that look. They He's just look got that. To I, say, do you know what? Right from the very first moment, he, you know, turning up as a kitten and, and the cameras being here, he was just, he just, and that all that bit that he has timing wise, he just, mm-hmm. he's that, he's just him. You know, it's not like having a dog, is it? A cat just does what a cat wants cats to do. Cats do what cats want to do. And then they'll just look at you and go, and feed me. Come on. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I was watching one of your podcasts with um with Jez for a few yeah. years ago. And, and he turned up on cue as if, say, I'm here. All right. Yeah. You, lot, you to the left, you to the right, I'm here. You two, just get out, get out of the show. They've only tuned in for me. Exactly. That's- exactly. No, that's, um. yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely in charge. And like I say, yeah, he's, um, he's oh, definitely in his mind. Sure. He's the star. And also any, any, sure. any, um, yeah. Well, to do modern gardeners, got to have a um, a four legged sidekick. To be honest, to not have one is is a, is a faux pas now. I would say. Well, I think it is, mate. I think it is. I think we all have to have one. Well, but yeah. to be fair, most people have. Most people have gardened. I think probably well, to have. a lot of people. They are. Yeah. I mean, people might joke when they say you chat to the squirrels and that. I said, yeah, I I don't normally necessarily see a person in the day because I work on my own. And always have done. Then yeah. sometimes I've I've got my dog. To be fair with me, then you do you use them as a kind of sounding board and you chat yeah. them. and if someone was over the other side they'd be going oh dear he's just talking to himself and you're like well sometimes at least at least they don't answer back and they agree with you no, very true. yeah this very is true. it most of them yeah. right is there have you got any anything you're planning to get going this coming year do you think anything like get off the ground an idea that's yeah, been I've got, well, I've got, away I've got a book coming out in oh, end of March oh um, which was all is all project driven. So it's all, um, I think it's 25, 26 projects and it's more about things you yeah, can yeah. make. I love carving and making things. Um, so there's sort of that sort of stuff. So it's how you can personalize hmm. your garden. Um, I think it's called, Oh God, what's it called? It's not Adam, 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 Adam Frost, my life in spoon whittling or something like that. No, the creative oh, gardener. It's called. I should keep an eye out for it. Um, and then I've got one coming out. Because it was a really good idea to sign up yeah. to two books in lockdown when when fifty percent of your income went like yeah. everybody else. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and now, and now I've got deadlines on them all, and it's not so good. But um, we got one coming out, I think, early yeah. October, and that's more about how I garden. Yeah. You know, so a lot of what we've talked about today really is 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 how I garden, and and so it's just my take on how I do it really. So yeah, that's the two the two big things. And here, this will make you laugh. And in October. Ooh. I'm going on tour. You're doing, you're doing, you're doing all the big stadiums. I'm doing, yeah. I, can you imagine me walking out of Wembley? Hello, Wembley. Um, at the Wembley Tube Station. Um, <laughs> no, um, yeah, I got approached about doing a, you know, an evening with yeah. um, by a, a big company in London that does that sort of stuff, and I thought it was a joke to start with, um, but they're really serious. So yeah, we got these. I think there's 12 dates around the country, so I'm going to go and stand and mess about on the stage and. I probably say, tell you tell you know the naughty stories that I can't yeah. get away with telling. I'm thinking know. Brian Cox, the um, astronomer, not is he an astronomer? Well, I didn't realise how many people do it. Yeah, yeah. Quite often do them. They're, well, I didn't. I didn't realise, and I, you know, I do my talks and that. But um, yeah, so that, that starts in October. But you, you know, it'd be me, three old ladies, and a dog, won't it? But it's I'll tell you know, what. But yeah, it's you, not you haven't been signed up to the WI. Basically, you're doing the WI tour, aren't you? Adam? Yeah. Well, well. Hey. 
Possibly. Yeah. I probably they, they've just not told yeah. me that. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, hopefully you'll come. You know, at least I can say to the kids, well, I've been on tour. You yeah. know, all of a sudden I'm rock and roll. I've been on tour. I tell you, you'll, you'll be back to the top again. Well, yeah. obviously a couple, a couple of notches down from math. Well, yeah, yeah hopefully, because a lot of them do come fairly near to me as well. Because often they go... I mean, places like Reading, not the... I mean, you might turn up at the Reading Festival for all I know. Yeah, well, I, but yeah, keep an eye out for dates, mate. Yeah, yeah I'll tell some... Yeah, it would definitely be some naughty stuff. Well, I'd, I'd like to come and just, just heckle you, to be honest, and just... just yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's it. Fine. Hey, get off! I'm yeah, that. type thing, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining me, Adam. Absolute pleasure, mate. So, um, Absolute pleasure. You. Thank right, you very well, much for joining us. Speak to you soon. Look after yourself, mate. Happy New Year. You Bye-bye. Bye now. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe to Kitchen Garden Prime for just £4.99 per month. You'll be getting a whole lot for your plot, including an easy-read tablet and phone edition to read anywhere, anytime. Exclusive access to 10 years of digital back-issue archives, access to exclusive content from the online allotment, the Mudcuteers website, plus the monthly print magazine will be delivered free to your door each month. Head to classicmagazines.co.uk forward slash kgprime to sign up today. 